0: Let's get started. Welcome back to our Rising Star Series. Tony Smith here with you again. Thrilled as I can possibly be because we've got really an incredible agent that is climbing the ladder really fast. Uh, Mr. Lance Stopper is here with us today and we're going to spend a few minutes and uh, hope everybody sits back, relaxes, listens in and and pays attention to what we are covering today. So Lance, tell everybody who you are, where you're at, what you're all about.
1: All right. I'm Lance Stopper. I uh, have a Century 21 real estate franchise in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and have been selling real estate for 15 years. And the last five years, I've been with the Mike Ferry organization. It's been incredible incredible ride since I've joined.
0: Wow. So you've been really now as a broker the whole time for 15 years, or did you just start out as an independent solo agent? I did.
1: I started with a Century 21 down here for three years. And then after I had my three years, I got my broker's license and opened up an independent firm. And then about six years ago, I bought a Century 21 franchise.
0: Okay, and then you got back into the Century 21 world, and then, then you yeah. joined Mike Ferry five years ago. What, right. what, how'd you end up with us? What caused you to get here? I was at a Century 21
1: convention, and um, I saw one of our local brokers here, actually, Greg Harrelson, who's done a lot of things with Mike Ferry. And I asked Greg, I said, Greg, how do you have these new agents, you know, a year or two in the business doing 40, 50, 60 deals? And he said, well, we follow the Mike Ferry system. And I don't know if you saw me write down Mike Ferry almost like with a question mark or whatever. He goes, well, he's right here. Let me go introduce you. So he introduced me to Mike. And that was March of 16, 2016. And it wasn't until December when I signed up. I wish I would have signed up earlier. But, yeah, it was. And that's how I met uh, Mike. He called me when he got back to Las Vegas. And um, it was December. And I was going through broker metrics. I'm like, gosh, these young agents are whipping my butt in the area, you know, where they're doing three or four times the amount. So I called up. Mike Ferry organization had everything already filled out from March. And I said, I'm ready to sign up. She said, okay, I sent everything over 10 days later, I have a first coaching call.
0: That's so great. So yeah. there's a little delayed reaction there. now looking back from when you first ran into Mike, but what was great that you got a chance to have that immediate exposure directly with Mike in that, in that context, yeah. which was great. So yeah. tell me a little bit about this. You've got the brokerage and then you're still producing at a high level. How many agents work there for you? I have 22 active agents, full agents,
1: full-time agents right now. So it's, um, yes, to it, I've got to have a concrete schedule to make it all work, but we, we find a way to do it. So okay. you've got
0: 22, and, and are you still in a growth pattern? Are you recruiting and looking to add agents, or where are you right now with that?
1: Yes, uh, actually, my coach, Tom Myers, who, who you know real well, he, uh, he's been helping me develop the brokerage too, in fact, Last year, I did 106 deals. This year, I was looking to maintain 100 and build. And we've gone over those numbers. But um, so, yes, we're working on growing the business and, and finding, you know, the right people in place to train and, and just make our systems better.
0: OK, man, this is this is great. And so how do you juggle that with the agents that are out there trying to scrape it together and get their business started? And then you're still here producing at a high level. Do you have any challenges with that, with the agents seeing you produce like that?
1: Uh, not a lot of them come into the, I've a, a one section for a call center that can hold 12 agents in cubicles. So a lot of them come in when they're first getting the license or they're not fully licensed yet. They listen to me call, listen to the other agents call, um, see how it works, see how they set appointments, see how they come back in and write on the board, the new listing they got. So, um, they come in and hear a lot of what we, you know, experience through prospecting every day. Um, so I think a lot of it is, um, just a positive environment. we put a lot of agents around and they, they tend to really grow quickly that way
0: you said a lot in there, you know, I think about, you know, there's 100,000 real estate brokerages out there in North America now. And you think about those 100,000 that are out there and you say the word call center. Okay. Mm-hmm. Call center doesn't line up with the 100,000 brokerages that are out there. And many people listening, watching into this are going, well, you're a brokerage with a call center. Right. So did you start immediately from the beginning with a, with an actual formal call center in your company?
1: I did not know. When I first started uh, with Mike Ferry, it was just a separate room. I would go in and, and prospect every day with one other agent. <clears throat> and then uh, it might have been maybe a year and a half ago, we took down the walls of one side of the office and put up glass cubicles. And Now we have 12 in there.
0: So This is so great. And now do you prospect in there with them still? Or do you- every day I'm right in the middle, in the middle of it all. Now you think about this. I, I wonder how many um, brokers, owners of a of a franchise or any real estate office, um, if you walked into their office, you could see agents in their prospecting and their their broker, the owner of the company, in their prospecting in the same spot. That by itself is something special, Lance. So I mean, congratulations on that. That's that's a thank big, you. That's a yeah, big it,
1: it helps with new agents coming in too, and or even other agents from other offices that are interested in knowing more about it and see us. And I come haven't come in from other offices and listen all the time. So it definitely helps.
0: It's, it's, it's an incredible environment. I mean, when you said positivity, I mean, uh, that alone probably from a mindset standpoint is just great for the agents that come to work for you.
1: It, I think it helps a lot. Yeah. Especially if I can hear them and see where maybe they could have continued or asked more questions. Um, mm-hmm. The next time they set the appointment, it just makes me feel, it's an awesome feeling.
0: What a, what a great scenario, right? <laughs> and so you guys are in a, you're in a resorty type market where you're at there. I mean, is it, is it a heavy resort market there? It is. We have a lot
1: of second home, even investors that, you know, buy condominiums and rent them out and then come down and use them throughout the year as well. Yeah. Heavily that way. Now, it's turning more that we're getting a lot more retirees permanently coming down from the north or or people from Florida, which we call halfbacks, coming back halfway that originally, you know, grew up in the north. Um, So we're getting a lot more permanent residents. But yes, it's a very big secondary market as well.
0: So so they live in the Upper East. They move to Florida and then they come halfway back. And so you call them halfbacks. (laughs) Halfbacks. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So the last mm-hmm. couple of years, what has that, that gone? Because we had some interesting stuff going on with this virus and all this stuff. And, you know, you're running a company and all those things. What have you noticed or what observations do you have about that for your business?
1: Yeah, well, the, the first thing I remember when South Carolina, we were pretty fortunate. It didn't shut down like many states for too long. So when we did have it shut down for a little bit, I remember talking to my wife. because have, I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. And I said, we have to get a schedule right away. I need the mornings to call. I still were calling and, and talking to my past clients and, and reaching out to people. And um, and then the afternoons, if she wanted to kind of get out and do some things too, if we could, um, we would split the day that way. So we had to make some changes uh, towards that. Um, but since things have opened up even more, we've seen a ton of people come from different states into South Carolina, a lot. It's been very, very busy. Yeah,
0: So great. You know, uh, in some places, you know, Florida, here in Las Vegas, where we are, where you're at. I mean, this has really caused a, a flow of, of people there. So it's unbelievable, yes. Things yeah. are moving along for sure. Right. Yeah, they sure are. So Tom mentioned something. We had just a little brief uh, email that we'd sent back and forth about the work you do. And he said you're never behind on the analyzer. So for those people that are that are listening in, we have an analyzer and and you know our agents uh, our premier agents take advantage by plugging in all their numbers and they keep track of everything, right? But when you says they're never behind on that, that's, that's a little rare. So how do you keep on top of, of the numbers?
1: Every day when I'm done calling, even if I, for some reason, I, I average about three hours a day. So in the mornings, and if I can get back on in the evenings to try to get some people I couldn't reach, you know, during the morning or even follow ups, I'll, I'll try to hit them again in the afternoons. But as soon as I'm done, I log in, put my numbers in. And it's so important to track those numbers, to know how many contacts I have per listing appointment or listing taken. Um, I never did that before until I joined the Mike Ferry organization. I, I have to admit, I didn't I wasn't that good at writing down goals as I am now. So all that has helped me move forward and knowing where I need to be to to achieve my goals.
0: It's so fun because you ask any real estate agent around the world and many times you say, this is a numbers game, right? And they go, oh, of course. And so it seems like it's common knowledge as a real estate agent that the the business is a numbers game, but then so many people don't even get involved in that. And so Uh, you're, you're saying that Mike Ferry organization shifted a little bit for you, you know, tracking the numbers and your ability to set goals.
1: 100%. Yeah. And if you know how much each contact is worth, even a no, or, a, you know, a stop calling me no and a hang up and you understand how much that contact is worth, that's going to keep you going or how much per hour you're worth. That's what the analyzer shows. <laughs> and it's really neat after those years, to kind of see that continue to go up. So um, it, it's time well spent for sure.
0: Yeah. And so you're three, three and a half hours a day of consistent prospecting? Yes. Every day? I mean, you do that five days a week? Monday through,
1: Monday through Friday. My first two years, I threw a lot of Saturdays and Sundays in with that as well. Saturday right, right. or Sunday.
0: Now you're Monday through Friday. And, and tell me again, I know you were saying break it through 100, but where are you going to land with transactions this year? I'm on track for 130. Okay, good. Yeah. So where were, were you? Because um, you started 16 years ago. Um, can you look back on that and describe briefly, like from the time you started the, the jumps or, or how, did this, how did this elevation to 130 this year come about?
1: Well, so for the first 10 years, I was a buyer agent. I ran people around, I ran ragged and um, I'm competitive. So it was, it, it got to the point where I kept seeing these new people coming in a year or two in and, and getting 30, or 40 deals the first year, 80 the next year, over 100 in the, in the first couple of years, at, you know, three to four, five years later. So it drove me nuts. So I wanted to find out what they were doing. The hard work, I, I was, I'm a hard worker. It's there. That part was there. I needed the right tools and systems to help me out. And that's exactly what Mike Ferry did. So,
0: Wow, so you were all. primarily working with buyers those first 10 25 years? 25 deals a year. 25 yeah. deals are running ragged. I, I can only yes. imagine, right? That yeah, really absolutely ends the whole thing. And you're watching people leapfrog over you a little bit. And, and then when you got an MFO, was it a quick shift into the listing side of things? or
1: I did that, yes. I, I wanted to go right, I went right into it. I remember I had some data companies. I was buying numbers to, to just, just list and just just sold calls. And they would give me about 2,000 numbers um, each month. Well, about the second two and a half, three weeks into each month, I'd run out of credits. So I would call and buy more. And they said, are you, are you selling our data? I said, no, I'm just calling the heck out of it. And so I I called so much in the beginning. I was because I knew that the more time I put into it, the more I would get back, you know, and a lot of times people think real estate's like that. But here you're working smart, you know, and you're taking the same amount of time in quadrupling your business by handling with listings mainly. So So
0: you first 25 deals a year, you flipped it over pretty fast. But, you know, if I could and I know if Mike were listening to this right now, he'd say, I wish I could take that chip out of your head and plug it into about 100 agents that we know right now that need to have that. But mm-hmm. you made a pretty quick transition over to that. And then was there an immediate big leap in production? Like uh, deals. What did it do after that? So my first full year was 39.
1: So 2017 was my first year full year. It was 39. The second year was 74. The third year was 87. Last year was 106. And this year will be 130.
0: And I got to tell you, that is the kind of growth that we come to expect from people that are paying attention in the system. That kind of growth from 25 to 130 over a five-year span—that mm-hmm. is phenomenal growth. And then, what's what has happened with average commissions? There, what are you guys looking at this year as an average commission? My average is
1: just over five thousand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So I know there's some, you know, as we see sometimes at the events, there's some people that are in bigger cities, but yeah. So I have to do a lot of deals
0: to get where I want to go. You're talking to the same guy, uh, you know, uh, you know, you get used to hearing these 10, 15, $20,000 numbers, but that's, it's not most of America, right? Like most of America, you know, in between the coasts, there's a lot of these four, five, six, seven thousand $7,000 commission spots. And, and, you know, you quickly grabbed on you got to do some volume if you want to make some great money, which you are right now, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So is there any part of the Mike Ferry system that you're struggling with? Is there any part that uh, you've run up against Tom and, and you're kind of beating your head against the wall at all? Um,
1: you know, I I've gotten over, sometimes it gets the repetitious boredom, you know, of of calling every day. I call every day. There's not a day, even when, um, you know, we've had times where hurricanes have blown through. I've called at the house, you know, I I mean, it's, it's like almost like some people I have friends that do not miss the gym. And if they miss the gym the next day, they go twice that day. right? Right. So I I'm just, on it when it comes to calling. So sometimes it gets a little, you know, sometimes it can be repetitious boredom. And, and I, I find different ways to get out of that, maybe by looking at my goals or setting higher goals or love the camaraderie in the office. You know, so when we did have COVID, I did a lot of Zoom calls with my agents that that were calling. We would do evening calls from five to seven sometimes and set each other. And we talk about our days because there are some agents that said, you know, I put three under contract this week and everyone's like, wait a minute, the world stopped. You know what I mean? And so it was uh, it really got everyone going and said, no, it's not stopping. We look things are happening. And that's where it just picked up and just went. So it was uh, we just do different things and we, we um, mastermind with people, you know, and, and big thinkers or staying around positive environments. that kind of try to get me keep moving forward when you do get in those little, you know, repetitious boredom moments, I guess.
0: Well, you've, you've obviously caught it, uh, you know, which drives a lot of people away is their inability to master the repetitious boredom of it. You know, if it, it, you know, it, it's astounding to me, but every time I have any communication with really high producers in any field, you mm-hmm. can quickly find the boring piece that they've overcome.
1: Yeah.
0: Overcoming yeah, exactly. the boredom is pretty much a requirement to become highly successful. Absolutely. Right? Yes, but so you figured out how to do that for sure, right? How's, um, how's this duality? Because you've been here a long time and sold a volume. How, how are you doing and handling a, a database these days?
1: I'm working on that. I'm, I'm getting a lot better. Um, that was one of my weaknesses. I've always tried to, I've always enjoyed going after, I guess, the hunt, if you will, of finding new business and not knowing the goldmine I had of past clients. And um, there's been people, even years ago, my first or second year ever in real estate, I've reached out to now. And we've worked with Tom and and reaching out to some people I haven't talked to in years. And they're they're happy to hear from me. You know what I mean? Sometimes you feel a little shy reaching out to people you haven't talked to in a while. Um, But I got over that hump. COVID kind of helped me out there because I reached out to a lot of people during those downtimes, you know, where we really couldn't get out and meet a lot of people in person. So I stayed on the phone a lot more and talked to those people, kind of reignited a lot of that. So we're moving in the right direction
0: on that. Which is so good because, you know, this is a duality that we, we're so common in MFO, which is you know, one of the strategies, if you will, that we have is uh, we notice that many of our people that are easily drawn to the grind, which you are, easily drawn there. Many of our top producers are drawn there and, and make your calls and your call was just listed, just sold and you're hammering out, the expired fizzbos, all that, find the grind. But very often the people that are most easily attracted to the grind have a little bit of a struggle with their database.
1: Absolutely, and they're the ones that are the warmest calls you can get. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes. Yeah.
0: So you imagine adding this full-fledged uh, database into the mix of what you're doing, right? Having right. this database crank out what it probably should be cranking out now. Match right. that with your grind, and now we're talking about another level yet, aren't we?
1: Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I think I can grow some more.
0: Yeah. yeah. Have you set your sights on on next year's uh, income deals numbers yet? Have you gotten your head wrapped around where you're going?
1: We haven't yet. Um, this year, I was looking to maintain 100 and build the brokerage. I had a really nice listing inventory. Right when we get into, right when we got in, like February and March, yeah. and they all just sold. And we're like, you know, so so then I, I you know, where I used to have, um, even two or three years ago, I used to carry 40 some listings, 50 some listings. And so as you can imagine, every other Friday when I would update these sellers, it was it got a little, you know, it was busy, you know? And so there's where my assistant came in and helped me with some of those. Um, but the price reductions, I would handle that kind of stuff and, and some other, you know, I guess maintenance, if you will, on, on some of the listing stuff. But um, I really want to bro- uh, grow the brokerage now. You know, I, I definitely want to grow my office. I want to maybe expand it to do a satellite office as well, maybe 30 miles south of Myrtle Beach and some other areas too. Um, so if I, could, if I can maintain 100. Grow the brokerage. I think that's kind of where. I mean, I, I could. I, I definitely want to grow the brokerage.
0: Yeah, I like it. So if you if you put put your head into the brokerage a little more, grow that. Yeah. I like the idea. Got satellite stuff uh, in your mind about expanding a little bit. Grow mm-hmm. in that way and maintain this. Really, it's a world-class production at 100 plus. Uh, we all know that, right? So maintaining those two things, the next level gets uh, gets even sharper. So right. exactly. oh, this, is, this is great. You know, I got to tell you, you know, these short little times that we spend together um, makes me just want to spend a lot more time with you to really dig into what's going on, but we want to be true to time here. Lance, I have to thank you. I can't thank you enough for spending time with the great audience we have in, in sharing some of your thoughts today. Well, thank you very much for the invite.
1: I really appreciate it. And I'd be happy to help anyone anytime.
0: All right. Thank you, Lance. I appreciate your time. All right.
1: Thanks a lot. Have a good day.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.